This is a summary of the first sicha of Parsha Shaiftim, look at the sicha, sicha This is a Rashi sicha, and, and as we are accustomed to doing, we're going to go straight into the Pasuk, as explained by the Rebbe, the explanation of how Rashi is learning the Pasuk. The Pasuk we're looking at is in Paragitches, Pasuk Yudgimel. Pasuk says, Tamim very famous Pasuk. And the question is how to translate the Pasuk. So the literal translation, as translated by many, many commentaries, is the word Tamim is actually a quite common word in the Chumash. And Tamim means complete. An animal is not allowed to have a blemish. It has to be Tamim. It says Avraham was complete before God. Noyach was complete in his generation, and so on and so forth. So it says you should be complete with the Lord your God. That would be how many would like to translate. The problem with this, white Ashi, this is unacceptable. And for us, it's problematic as we study the Pasuk through the lenses of Rashi, is because what are we discussing here? This is not out of the blue, this Pasuk. The, the concept is the Pasuk, the previous verses were describing how the Goyim, the non-Jews, go to abominations and they're bringing their children and themselves to Kaisim, Ksamim, to sorcerers and to people who supposedly could tell them the future. And they go to people who could speak to the dead and necromancy and all kinds of activities. And the Pasuk then says, versus the Jewish person, you should be Tamim Tia with Hashem, your God. And the question is, does that, it doesn't seem to make any sense, according to Rashi, that what? You're telling me on the one hand, don't do these prohibitions. So it lists, what, three, four, five, six prohibitions. Then it says, rather, you should be complete with the Lord your God. What does it mean to be complete? Complete means do everything Judaism wants of me. What does that in- entail? 248 positive commandments, 365 negative commandments. Does that make any sense? Don't do this, but rather keep the entirety of Judaism. So the way that Amban gets around this is that Amban explains Nachmanides. He says it means be complete in these matters. In matters of faith regarding control of the world, understand that no matter what destiny would seem to suggest, Hashem is the one ultimately in control and you should be complete regarding these matters. But it doesn't say in the Pasuk regarding these matters. It just states clearly and plainly, be complete with the Lord your God. And therefore Rashi actually gives a totally different translation and he connects it with a the way it was used once in the Torah, when the Pasuk was describing our forefather Yaakov, it was comparing him to Esav, how Esav was brilliant and sly and cunning. And it says, versus Yaakov was a ishtam, was a wholesome person. And as Rashi over there explains, it comes from the word wholesome or innocent, right? That he never, he's not cunning. He doesn't, he doesn't know how to express himself differently than the way he feels. He says what he means. He's very simple, straightforward, which in a way is the opposite of being complete. Complete really represents being very sophisticated and being a Muslim, being a complete human being, being well-rounded. That's, that's not at all what Tamimus represents. Tamimus is a simplicity. And that's what this Pasuk means. The Pasuk is telling you, be simple with the Lord your God, meaning don't follow those abominations. Follow Hashem. And according to Rashi, it's very interesting. Rashi is basically telling you that it's true you could, fo- you could find out the future through, these, through this sorcery. Rashi is actually not denying that it's, that it's able to work. The Rashi, don't do it because it's abomination, because God is against it, not because it doesn't work. Rather, be a person who is with, who follows Hashem, who looks towards the Almighty, doesn't look towards other things. However, you, you, the question arises, 
What do you mean? What happened? What about all the, the knowing the future? What's going to be with that? In other words, and, and taking precautions for the future. What do you mean just follow God? Therefore, the answer to that, as Rashi explains, is that the commandment of being innocent and wholesome actually means don't worry and don't investigate the future. Don't care about what happens in the future. How could I how could I not care what happens in the future? So Rashi says you should accept everything with an innocence and with a wholesomeness, which is referring to a concept we learned about in Chumash when it says you shall love the Lord your God, and Rashi translated, however God desires to treat you. In other words, once you know that you're with God, everything, you have nothing to worry about anymore. You don't have to care what's going to happen to you because whatever is going to happen to you is going to be from God. And as, as long as it's from God, then God has a greater purpose and God knows best and everything is going to be all right. And therefore, that's what it means. Part of being wholesome and complete is that you don't care to know. It's not about, it's a very, obviously it's a difficult thing to do, but this is the commandment that stop investigating the future because accept, accept with an innocence and with a purity and with a simplicity, like the way a child accepts their parents' decision and understand that their parent is going to be the decider, and that's it. Stop trying to figure everything out. Okay? However, the and, and Rashi throws in an additional point, which is that Hashem said, what's the punishment for following the sorcery and the things which tell you the future and so on, that you're going to be driven out of the land? So Rashi tells you the reward is obviously for this is that you're going to get the land of Israel. Why? Because you're going to be God's people and you're going to be God's portion and inheritance. And whoever God's people are, he puts them into the land of God, which is the holy land. He gives it to the one that he loves who is connected with him. So being that we look at God as our father, as our caretaker, as our lover, therefore Hashem gives us his holy land of Israel his inheritance, and our, which therefore it's our inheritance. However, the question is, what do you do with the following verses after this? If you look at the following verses, it says that the non-Jews go to sorcerers to see the future, to find out the future. Jews go to prophets to find out the future. This seems to go against everything Rashi just told us. We're not supposed to care about the future. That's the whole point of the commandment. That's the whole point of the commandment. And Rashi is so precise in his words, and it's an amazing thing in Rashi. Rashi didn't say, don't see what's going to be in the future or anything of the sort. Rashi said, don't investigate the future. Don't be al-tachkar. Don't investigate. Which we, which the Rebbe explains that it's actually trying to express this idea. Are there going to be people who are going to be curious about the future? Absolutely. Is there sometimes it necessary to know what's going to be tomorrow or in a week? Absolutely. The point is don't invest yourself to the point of investigation and base your life around this notion of finding out the future. That's all it is. And that's the explanation. Rebbe concludes the Sicha by saying a matter of halacha that comes out of this Rashi, which is there's a debate between the, the Rishayinim whether to count this as a commandment. The Rambam says not to count it as a commandment, and the Ramban does. We have to see where does Rashi hold. What are they arguing about? 
So the Ramban actually explains his, the one he argues with. He explains the opinion of the Rambam. He says, why indeed is it a mitzvah, is it not a, counted as a separate mitzvah according to the Rambam? He says, because according to the Rambam, it's a general mitzvah. Whenever you have a general mitzvah, like keep the commandments, that's a general mitzvah. Go and right, follow Hashem. These things are not particular commandments. That's going on the entirety of Judaism. So too, according to the Rambam, this, this is a general commandment. How so? So it's very interesting. Here we have a major debate. If you recall, we said a moment ago that according to Rashi, there actually is power to sorcery and to necromancy and all of these things. However, God says don't do it. The Rambam has the opposite opinion. The Rambam holds that it's actually zero, it's all nonsense, it's foolishness, it's stupidity. And he even says that there are the foolish people within Israel think that these things actually have power, just we're commanded not to do it. He says, no, that's not the case. They actually no, there's actually no power, it's all nonsense. Parenthetically, this was actually the this was part of the heresy of Judaism in the eyes of the church throughout the Middle Ages that it was considered the Jewish opinion, generally speaking, that we don't believe in superstition and we didn't care about all the ideas that the church held up very strongly. And uh, I actually saw in a, in a medieval debate with the church in the 13th century, one of the biggest rabbis, they asked him that how could you say that you don't believe in sorcery and so on when the Torah itself says, you should kill a witch. Someone practicing, practicing sorcery. So the rabbi said, the Rishon said, he said, actually, the, what the Torah means to say is that whoever believes in sorcery, anyone practicing sorcery has to be killed because it means that they believe in sorcery which means that they're a drag on society. If they're that foolish, they need to be killed, he says, because they're actually destroying civilization. They're not allowing civilization and science to develop and move further because they're, they're stuck in superstition. So that's just parenthetically. This is the Rambam's opinion very clearly on the subject. And therefore, according to the Rambam, what does it mean when it says, be complete? It means be complete in your mind, in your consciousness. A Jew should be someone who's aware of truth, of Hashem. And this really expresses the entirety of Judaism, becoming aware of the, and of the consciousness of the divine, of understanding the truth of this world. And therefore, for him, it's not a particular commandment. It's expressing, it, over here specifically, it's referring to the foolishness of sorcery, according to the Rambam. But it's, but it's a general commandment that you should be of a, of a complete and wholesome and a whole mind uh, with God. The Ramban does count it as a commandment because he says that it's a matter of faith. But it's a particular matter of faith regarding this issue. That Hashem is telling you that you should know that Hashem has power over the sources of spirituality, nature, sorcery, everything. And therefore, he's the one ultimately in control. And he could change and decide how everything should be based on whatever he decides. And this is a belief, a particular idea, a particular belief that one is supposed to be complete in. And therefore, the Ramban counts it as a mitzvah. According to Rashi, you don't even need to get so, so deep. It's simple that it's a mitzvah because it actually has nothing to do with a belief system. It's actually telling you a way to live your life is that do not care about the future and accept and, and be wholesome with God, which the Rebbe doesn't say this, but to me sounds a little bit like the mitzvah of bitachin, of trust in God. And that's just food for thought. Perhaps this is a source. There's other sources, of course, given by Rabbi Yoyna and others, but maybe according to Rashi, the Rebbe, but the Rebbe in any event says that according to Rashi, this is a biblical commandment, obviously, because how Rashi's reading the Pasuk, it's a very unique commandment, what Hashem is asking of the Jewish people.